Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, Features Editor at the Concord Monitor, here with Granite Geek David Brooks to learn more about something he wrote this week. Hello, Dave. Happy New Year. So, Dave, you get to celebrate your January 1st with an accomplishment, um, and you're asking for readers from your hel- for help with uh, trying to repeat it. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Absolutely. I am celebrating the fact that we're going to be adding geekiness to New Hampshire this coming year. Specifically, we're going to be adding a historical marker. The state has approved it. It's going to be placed in Hanover, one of those roadside markers. You know, you see them all the time saying, oh, here's a covered bridge, and, well, some politician lived here. Well, this one is going to acknowledge the fact that in Hanover, back in 64, uh, the basic computer language was created, which um, many geeks will remember, older geeks at least, will remember fondly as the first computer language anybody anybody learned. It was written uh, by a couple of... uh, Dartmouth profs specifically to give uh, to make it easier for people to start programming back in '64 when it was really quite quite difficult and it just it became extremely popular to the point where um, it was a part of many many real industries. Uh, in fact, uh, Bill Gates is really the first thing he sold was software based on Basic um, a Basic um, uh, emulator. So. We're going to have a historical marker that's going to say, hey, this awesome geeky thing happened right here in New Hampshire. And we'll also acknowledge that they created the Dartmouth time-sharing system, which was a way for many people to hook into the same computer at once, which was vital to making uh, networks. The DTSS itself was a network that many people remember using back in the 70s. I used it uh, to hook into computers back when most places didn't really have any kind of connectivity. And uh, perhaps not quite as significant as basic, but still pretty significant. So that's going to be acknowledged later. By the time they, they we got to get the uh, the sign has to actually be made and installed uh, in Hanover, and we'll have more on that. But that is something that Granite Geek has accomplished this year. Coming up in 2019. Yes. So then there's a next step. There is a next step. We can't rest on our laurels. Uh, The time has come to think about what the next geek-oriented historical marker should be in the state because obviously we've done more than one thing and I'm asking for reader suggestions. And what are some of your suggestions? My suggestions? Well, so I threw out some ideas in the column. Um, You know, obviously like Dean Kamen, but it's too early in his career to really mark him with a historical marker. Um, Can't just have the segue. What will he come up with next? What will he come up next? Uh, so um, another really obvious one that actually a couple of people have already suggested is Ralph Bayer, who was a Manchester resident, died a couple of years ago. And when he was working at uh, Sanders Associates in Nashua, he led a team that created what became the first home computer game, the Magnavox Odyssey, sort of like the Pong for home. Um, and uh, so he did quite, a, quite an important role to do in in geekdom. Uh, the only drawback to that is that he already has some recognition and there is a group that is t- raising money right now in Manchester to name a park after him and in, even have build a little statue of him sitting on a park bench. So that's pretty cool. So he doesn't really need a historical He's already got his notoriety. He's already got it. So uh, we could do thing. Another idea was Tom Zhang's, the, his proof of the twin prime conjecture uh, when he was a um, lecturer at UNH four or five years ago. That's ultimate, very, very geeky, um, and it's quite. It was quite a uh, an earth-shaking event uh, within the mathematical community, at least. Um, uh, we've also got. Oh, I I poked around, and found some really obscure ideas, uh, more historical ones, like Samuel Morey, 
who was an early American inventor he, um, up uh, uh, in Orford, so up in the northern uh, North Valley, the Connecticut River Valley. He did a lot. He had a lot of patents. He had the first patent in New Hampshire, and he. Uh, many people say that he came very close to inventing the steamboat before Fulton did. And he had some uh, prototypes running on the Connecticut River. So that'd be a cool one. Uh, the guy named Harry Atwood, who was a very early airplane uh, builder, he did probably the first airplane flight in the state back in 1911, and he was trying to build a, a, an unusual construction type of airplane in Milford. Uh, kind of that didn't work, but he's a really interesting. So those are some ideas, but I'm sure there's plenty of others, and I'd love to hear them. Well, those certainly sound geeky, um, but how can people give you more suggestions? Email's the best way, of course. Uh, dbrooks at cmonitor.com. That's the letter C, monitor, all one word, dot com, as I say on the phone many times a day. Uh, or you can go to the, obviously go to the website, grantageek.org, and there's you can email me from there. All right. Well, good luck, Dave, and Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to you. Uh, you can learn more about this project online at concordmonitor.com. And you can see all the Granite Geek columns and related stories at granitegeek.org. And you can subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, Google Music, Podbean, or iTunes. The theme music is Little Smartphone People by The Spidekicks. <laughs>